All right, what's going on, everybody? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, I'm in a little bit of a bland surrounding compared to usual, but um, you know, I just really felt like I needed to jump back on the live with everybody. Um, it's been a while since I've done a live on this channel. I have posted episodes to the podcast, um, and I continue to post a lot of my offline conversations to the podcast channel. So if you were thinking that we weren't posting or you were looking for new episodes, new conversations, always please check the Apple Podcast channel, Spotify. Um, we have multiple conversations in there and um, actually some of our first ones with women and men involved. So um, again, I just like to start out all the shows with just explaining why I do this, why I do these streams and podcasts. And at the end of the day, it's all for the fellas. Um, ladies, I'm happy to have you here and happy to have you listen and, you know, share your points of view on the comments. But, you know, all of this conversation is really supposed, it's really, I guess, for the benefit of men out there who are struggling um, with their attraction to women in the trans community and, you know, really trying to find themselves Hopefully, you know, we offer a conversation that allows them to think, allows them to feel a lot more normal and, you know, feel like they're not so alone. Um, but as always, there is a trigger warning warning on all shows. Trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning. Um, me and my fellas, we keep it real. We say we say how we feel. So it's going to lay however it's going to lay. But we, we tell the truth as we see it. So um, before I get into the conversation, though, I wanted to uh, yet again feature a black trans business. And um, my friend, uh, who you guys will meet very shortly, she started a salon and uh, she does a whole lot of actually, you know, I'm not even going to explain it. I'm just let her come on because I don't know everything that I'm talking about. So and she's yawning. See <laughs> So, Sean, welcome to the show. Hey, Sean. Hi, <laughs> so, Sean, um, tell everybody about your business because we, we featured you once on the show before, but that was before you had the actual location. And now you have that beautiful salon you're in right now. Thank you. Yes. Um, featured me the first time. It was about my skincare. Um, I own a skincare line. Uh, my line is basically made for people of any skin type, um, whether you're oily, dry, combo, whatever. It's a whole full line of a cleanser, toner, moisturizer, um, face oil. I have machines, um, facial cleansing machines, blackhead vacuum machines. Um, since then, I do have another line for geared towards men. Um, and also people who have um, maskne or have breakouts from masks. Um, it's a line of tea tree products. But also since then, I have graduated esthetician school. I'm a licensed esthetician now. And I also own a salon. This is my salon. Um, this is the front half of it. My half is in the back. But um, I'm also a salon owner. Um, I went out of school and decided to open my own business instead of uh, working for somebody else. So now what I do is I can give other people a place to work. So I have rentals, 
bed rentals um, for people who are fresh out of school and are building up clientele. I also mm -hmm. have which are suites where people can um, be their own business as well. And my part is so. So, what turns you on to um, esthetician? Being an esthetician, like what? What? What brought? What drew you to that? Um, I started doing lashes. Now I don't even do lashes. You can't pay me to do lashes. I don't like them. <laughs> I um, but that's how I started doing lashes. Um, in a lot of states, in order to do lashes, you have to be a licensed esthetician. And when I went to school, I found out it was so much other stuff I could be doing as far as skincare. Um, being a woman, being uh, skincare is a big thing. It's a really big thing. Um, it's always been a big thing for me um, since I transitioned years ago. <laughs> skincare has been a, a definite um, thing that has been close to my heart as far as um, transition, keeping yourself safe and different things like that. So it's always been a number one term. So it kind of came from nature doing skincare. Mm, okay. Um so you know you, you you transitioned you got into you know uh you became an es a licensed esthetician you know you're, you're pursuing your dreams and you know what like what would you say was the largest hurdle to you pursuing your dreams like what was the biggest bump in the road um there's been a lot of bumps <laughs> more bumps that you don't have a show long enough for all the bumps but um the main thing is um, I was incarcerated. When I got out of prison five years ago, I decided to get um, two degrees in social work and case management. That's where it started. I got married and divorced. And my divorce um, led me into losing my job in social work. And I had to figure out that I wanted to have a job to where no one could fire me, um, to where no one could let me go to where no one could find out about my past or that I was trans and decided they don't want me to work there anymore, which is what happens in North Carolina because we're in North Carolina, so that happens here. So um, I really wanted to start something to where I didn't have to worry about nobody um, being able to let me go from a job. Now my only person that I work for are and they get a chance to meet me and get to know me themselves without having to know all the extra stuff. Okay. Um, and, and I just got one last question for you. And, um, you know, this is really for all the girls out there watching. Um, what, what, what advice would you have to other women in the trans community who are out there who are uh, aspiring entrepreneurs? I would tell them, keep going, don't give up. To be honest with you, focusing on yourself rather than um, a relationship. Because it seems like when I got out of my relationship and I started giving all that same love to myself that I was giving to other people, so many big things started happening. And, um, don't ever count yourself out. Because I've been a prison. I've been an escort, sex worker, everything else under the moon. But like that stuff doesn't define you. It's a small part of your whole life story. It's like a chapter in a book. It's not your whole book. 
And if you keep focusing on it, then everybody else is going to focus on it. But at the end of the day, we all can do, and we are much more than what we do sometimes, or our past, or our mistakes. Or if you just, I mean, I would never say that um, anything I have done is a mistake. Um, there all have been learning lessons and stepping stones to get here where I am. So we all have a different journey and a different path, and we go about it different ways. But um, just know when it's your time. When it's your time, you just go for it. Feels good, go for it. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, uh, <clears throat> thanks for joining us this evening, everybody. Adore Me Cosmetics in Greensboro, North Carolina. If you find yourself in that city, roll through. Definitely. And show some love. Support Black trans businesses out there because it ain't that many. You need to support all the ones that show up. So, and uh, what's the um, what's the website that everybody can visit to buy your cosmetics? My website is www.adoremedollscosmetics.com. You can follow me at adoremedolls on Instagram or adoremedolls on Facebook. You can shop directly from your Instagram or your Facebook page. You don't even have to go to the website. Uh, Facebook, Instagram. You can shop straight from there. Okay. Yeah. Well, cool. Everybody. Get to this website, buy some skincare products. Fellas, you're listening to this. It's adoremedollscosmetic.com, cosmetics.com. Go to the website, get some skincare products, fellas. Uh, you know, take care of yourself. That's that's some new shit. Fellas, we got to take care of our skin. Even if you can't buy you can share a post, like, comment, all that stuff is important. You don't necessarily have to be able to buy something. Any kind of all right. Well, y'all heard it from her. Support, like, comment, share, do all that good stuff to get some more, uh, get her some more exposure. Share her posts in your Instagram stories. I tend to do that once in a while myself. Uh, but you know, I'm just really proud to see that you know, Sean put all that together. Like, if y'all go to her Instagram page, you will oh, see yeah. all these pictures of this facility. Like, what she put together there was really something else. It's absolutely beautiful. Thank you. It's very dope. And, you know, I love seeing my sisters succeed like this. So everybody, please support. Get to the website, buy some product, share it, you know, follow her on Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. Like, really, <laughs> need to show up, y'all. So that, that's all I, I, I just said. Now do. And um, we're going to take a quick, quick break, and then I'm uh, we're going to jump in. The uh, to the main topic, so um, we'll be right back in a second. Okay, all right, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, y'all, I had to get some stuff straight before we move on to the main topic of the show. And you know, this, this main topic is something I think I talked about before in, uh, in another stream or somebody else's stream. I have so many conversations out here that have not been on stream on this channel. Um, some of y'all listening on audio podcasts might have heard it, um, but you know, it, look, we 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 need a whole lot more peace and a whole lot less war in this community right now. Um, 
you know, anybody who's been out here in these uh, Facebook groups, you know, you, you look in these Facebook groups in the way that men and women in this community are interacting, and it's a whole, a full-on gender war. I mean, it, it, it's, a, it, it's when people go into these groups, the, the main thing that they see is hate for men and hate for women. Um, you know, I, I think some of the groups are doing a little bit better job at toning down the hate for women, you know, with removal of certain people. We're not going to name names. We all know what happened. If you don't, then you don't. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I feel like as a community, we can't we can't get ourselves anywhere positive until we figure out how to come together. So um, I'm going to bring my boys Mike and Trail on right now. And, you know, we're just going to talk about it. We're just going to talk about what we're seeing from our point of view as men and, and, and our thoughts on it. So what's going on, Mike? Sure. And Trail. What's going on? Brother Trail, what's going on, man? Thank you for joining me, fellas. Once again, for a whole nother podcast, you know, uh, we are all in these Facebook groups and, and it gets a little... A little muddy out there, fellas. So, you know, there there is blood on Facebook out there. People going for the jugulars, you know. Um, I think there's, from my perspective, I'm seeing a whole lot of, like, girls jump on there saying, well, these trans attracted men ain't shit and whatever else. And I'm just like, well, damn, like, everybody ain't shit? Everybody suck? Like, okay. And, and, and for all you men out there listening, because I really like to hear all this for the brothers, um, to, I like to hear all this to the men who are just kind of entering this, this this space and this life and stuff. And, uh, you know, guys, when you jump into these Facebook groups, be prepared. Be prepared for some negativity. Be prepared for some anti-cis male sentiment. That doesn't mean that all the girls in the community hate cis men. That just means the few girls that are in those groups have been really hurt. And they're really feeling the pain that they've gone through, and they don't know how to communicate without lashing out. Like they don't, they don't know how to communicate without, you know, exuding all of their hurt and pain and just firing it off on anybody. So you know, um, as I said in in an earlier episode, a lot of times when people come at you sideways, fellas. When you see some hate coming their way and you don't even know that person or you didn't even do nothing, a lot of times it's more about them than you. It's some shit going on with them or something that happened with them that, that like that's the source of it. So it usually a lot of times it ain't even something you did, something you said. They're going through some shit and they're trying to work through it. Um, I just had to get that quick explainer in there uh, before we delved into what we're seeing in these groups. But um uh, Trail, I know we talked about this earlier today, man. You know, what, what, what you seeing out there? What you thinking? Um, like I said before, um, you know, it's crazy how these girls will really like come down on us, and it's bugged out. And me personally, I said this before to a few other gentlemen. I was like, "Yo, this is why I don't really be in the groups like that." You know, the crazy thing about it, I have a group of my own, you know, and I don't really, you know, I be, I don't, I post everything in that group because somebody asked me before, like, "Oh." This is not translated. I'm like, yo, we humans. But what are you talking about? I'm gonna post everything. But anyway, you know, when it comes to the, when it comes to being in these groups, I'll try not to really be all up in these groups and everything. If I see a post 
that I see and I relate to it a lot. I just give my feedback on it and that's it. I pull back. But other than that, I don't really, really be in these groups like that. All these groups is messy, you know. A lot of the girls in there, you know, are hurt girls. You know, they've been through a lot, especially the experience, especially if they are, um, you know, more of a seasoned, mature trans women out here. They've really been through a lot, you know, from a very young age, you know. And like um, Harmony has said this before, hurt people hurt people. And I really see that because I'm like, oh, wow, these girls been hurt a lot so bad that when you see a guy that's just being genuine off the rip, you don't even know if he's being genuine because some dudes probably came to them genuinely, act like they care, act like they want to be, you know, be with them and stuff like that. And they showed them something totally different which is real messed up at the end of the day, you know, me personally. So it's like, you know, I understand to a certain degree, but it's like all the bashing and everything like that, it needs, it really needs to stop because, you know, a guy like me who actually goes to events supporting trans women and, and go to rallies and marches and supporting trans women, I have stopped. I'm not even going to sit here and lie. I have stopped because of the, the bashing, you know, girls will see me like, oh, what are you doing here? Why you here? You weird. This and that. You 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 um you trying to get a girl? This and that. What are you talking about? I'm not pushing up on nobody. When I come up there, I don't push up on anybody. I have friends that 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 tell me about these events, and I show up. You know what I mean? And supporting them, them. But you know, now at the point of time, I even tell some of my people now, like, yo, I support you. You know, I'm I'm down for you. But at the end of the day, I can't really put my whole all into it because I get I get um. Ridicule just by being there and showing my support, you know, and, and it sucks, you know. I'm not looking for, um, how you say, I'm not looking for any type of, um, you know, props or anything like that or some certain type of stature. I don't care about that. I'm just saying to stop the bashing because there's guys like me out here that actually really care and actually don't mind putting the work, putting the work into it to show you that it's guys like me that really out here caring. You feel me? And they ain't looking for nothing out of it because I'm damn sure not looking for nothing out of it. All right? I, I say that all the time. I'm not looking for nothing. I'm not in all these girls' inboxes. I'm not doing none of that. You know what I mean? I have real friends that's in this community that I love and dearly and I'm supporting and I'm doing it for them. You know? So, knock it off. But, yeah. That's basically my point of view for it. Knock it off. Yeah, um, and, and Mike, I want to give you a chance to speak here, man. Um, you know, speak on what you're seeing out here, bro. I mean, I, I agree with Sean right there. Like, um, like, 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 to be honest with you, the bashing has got to stop because, like he said, like, there are men out here who do care and are genuine. You know, so it's like to kind of judge an entire group of people off of just the mistakes of a few that they've ran into. You know, it's not right to go ahead and just have us pay for their mistakes. You know, because like, let's say I get cheated on by a woman, right? You know, I'm not going to say like, okay, every woman that looks like her needs to be canceled out because she did one bad thing to me. You know, not if I, if I see another woman that has like similar attributes, but can bring more to the table, then by all means, you know, I'm not going to judge her for somebody else. Yeah, um, I think I said that before. I, I think I said this before on the show, but look, I didn't come into this space to be Jesus Christ. I'm not here to, to take on everybody else's sin. I'm here to take on whatever the fuck Chris did. I can own up to that shit and take care of that. 
But I did not come here to take care of what Mike did, what Trail did, what what, what Roy did, what, what somebody else, David did, what Chris, you know, some other Christopher did, like Tommy, Tommy did this shit, Jaquan, Jamal, whoever the fuck, like all these niggas doing all that shit. Like, I don't know the motherfuckers from nothing. And it's just like, I, I just, I, I know that that's a part of it, but men, I want ladies to really understand and, and fellas, you know, don't be, I say for the fellas, do your best not to be caught off guard by it. You listen to the show, you've been warned, you know what may be coming. And then on the flip side, ladies, y'all don't know how caught off guard a lot of dudes are about that shit. And I have to be honest, a lot of that negativity can, I'll say it like this, I know brothers, that's been like, you know what? I don't need to put up with all this shit. I'm going back to cis women. And they out. They don't I have to get did that. I don't I know a few that did that. And and I'm not saying that, you know, that all the girls are losing out with every single one of these dudes, but there are guys that show up and they just want to be, you know, they, they just want to be given a nine a shot. And it's just like, oh yeah, but you're a chaser. Oh yeah, you just trash because you because you're a man, you're bad. And like I think removing the narrative that men are bad <clears throat> could, you know, really I don't know. I'll say it like this. Maybe we start by instill maybe we start to instill the peace by speaking in absolutes less. And just say, well, you know what? Some of them guys do this. Some of these guys do that. Because whenever they're in these groups, they say, Well, men do this. Then, you know, those of us who aren't that are like, hey, but all guys aren't like that. I'm not like that. He's not like that. Like, there are good guys out here. And on the flip side, one thing I want to make sure to say, because it has been noted that I don't say it enough. Fellas, I'm, I'm going to start with this point. I know I'm all over the place in monologuing right now, y'all. <laughs> but, fellas, these groups, these a lot of these Facebook groups, I'm going to just be real. And everybody listening from the group just be upset with me. But a lot of these groups are filled with some of the worst the community has to offer. I'm just weird. Like these are not the best women that the community has to offer in terms of examples of you know people who should represent the trans community. This is not, don't go to these groups and think, oh, this is the trans community. No, there's plenty of girls that don't muck around in these groups. Plenty of girls that's about their business doing something else. There's plenty of girls that's about their business in these groups. But when you meet some of the angry, you know, chicks who's just, on some weird shit, like don't take that as a sample size for the audience. Like, really don't. And, and then on the flip side of that, you know, I'm just telling the guys not to label all the girls, but then on the flip side, fellas, we can't label, I'm sorry, fellas, we can't label all the girls as bad because there's a lot of good women out there. They may not be, they're, they're the, the best oh. women typically are the least visible ones. The ones, I talk to women, they're just like, it's just so hard to find a guy who is this, this, and this. And I'm just like, yeah, because you're not visible. Like, nobody knows you're here. Like, if you were positioned in a way where guys like Mike could see you, you would probably get a DM. If, you know, positioned in a way like any of our friends could see them, like, they'd be visible. I, I just think that there are a lot of good women out here who look and they're just like, why are these guys following these Instagram girls? Why are these guys following these girls? I don't identify with what those girls are saying because I'm not a part of a community like that or I'm, there's just, it's so much diversity in the community and it's just I know I just blurted out a bunch of ideas but it's just, I had all this just playing on my mind and I'm just like it's, 
I, I, I just, I don't know how to get us on the right track. Maybe we just start out with not making absolutes. Like all the girls are this and all the girls are that. We just had a woman on this show that obviously was not about getting money from niggas and, 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 and her life was not limited to sex work. Not, there's plenty of girls out here that's getting their getting paper and, and achieving and have ambition and drive and dreams that don't revolve around that life. A lot of girls mature and grow up and move into a different mindset. So, you know, that's another side of, you know, a side of things to just dispel stereotypes. Yeah. Because you know, the outside world has stereotypes, but then they get kind of confirmed by some of the guys. Some of the guys come in here and they're confirmed by some of the women that they encounter in these groups or on Instagram or on Twitter. Yeah. And I say that all the time too. I'd be like, you know, you can't play into the stereotypes when it comes to, when it comes to this community because, you know, me, I'm not, you know, I mean, I talked about this before. I'm not fully against sex work, you know. The only thing about it with sex work is, you know, um, I just wish it wasn't glorified in a, in a sense that it is. Like, it's really glorified to the point, you know. But then again, these girls are grown. They're gonna, they want to do what they want to do. Go ahead. I ain't not, mm -hmm. you know. That's why I said I'd rather have, like, if I was in a relationship with a girl that was into that lifestyle, I would rather have a only, only pants because it's more safer. You know, like I said, I can't really be in a relationship with a girl that's doing sex work because I don't want to get the call saying she's in a hospital or worse, she's in a morgue. You know, that's one thing I, I, I that's the only, that's the reason why I mainly can't really do it. You know what I mean? But I have nothing against it at all because at the end of the day, you know, we all have a past. We all got, you know, I have a past also, you know, that, you know I mean, I think mm -hmm. that things that I'm not even proud of that I don't, I don't, I don't even like speaking on. But, you know, I had to do what I had to do to make money. You know, and I don't have, and I don't knock no girl hustle at all, at all. Get your money, like I mean, I don't knock it at all. This is a, this is a cruel world. I already know how it is. You know, everybody's very prejudiced against when it comes to trans women. So you know, they're not willing to even the, the girl could be so qualified for the job or even overqualified for the job, they still won't give it to her because of what she is, which is real fucked mm -hmm. up. You know, so you know, I don't. I mean, sorry not to curse, but it's real messed up and. Is dead wrong, and then you got good girls. Because you got good girls that actually result to the to to the sex work, which I know a lot of, you know. And mm -hmm. I, I mean, I tell them all the time. I mean, I'm not a uh, I'm not a firm believer in God, but I do keep you in your my prayers. I mean, I pray to some type of higher power to watch over them. You know, like please, just I mean, this girl's a good girl. And I mean, what she's doing is wrong, but she got to make a living some way somehow. You know. So, you know, just, I mean, just, I don't need to see a little bit like right or wrong, all that bullshit. Like she's doing what she got to do. Ain't no, you know, <clears throat> I think our society makes it so that this is right and this is wrong, you know, in their, you know, Christian bullshit dynamic. Where what one thing is legal and another thing isn't. We pick and choose the sins we bit, right. vilify. And I'm not saying prostitution is a sin specifically because I'm not a uh, uh, particularly. I uh, superiorly religious person myself. So, well, actually, you know, what up, bro? Actually, one thing. Te technically, I mean, like, like I haven't really been to church in a long time, but I did take religious instruction when I was a kid because you know your parents send you and shit. Mm -hmm. But um, if you do go into the Bible, supposedly Mary Magdalene was into prostitution. Mm. So technically, it's in the Bible, and Mary Magdalene even considered like you know. 
shunned or anything like that. Like, you know, whatever the devil, whatever not. She she was right there by Jesus. From society, the ju bullshit judgment from religious society and shit, man. So, you know, I, I think my issue with was when it comes to sex work, the only and the reason why I brought it up is because I'm really talking to the guys who are interested in engaging in anything that resembles a healthy romantic relationship with women in the trans community and a healthy monogamous one. So it's just like, guys, you know, obviously, I would just say, like, if you're looking for that and the girl that you like, is in, in, she isn't in a state of mind where she's ready to give that up. Like, there's plenty of other girls who have given it up or who are moving in that direction. I'm just saying, like, that stereotype of men, I keep trying to find a girl in this community and they're all sex workers. That's not the case. That's not the case. Those are just a lot of times the girls that ain't ready to give that lifestyle up. A lot of times they're just the most miserable ones. And, you know, I have to be honest, I found. I've had really good luck on dating apps. Um, I, I, I don't do, I don't inbox women on Facebook. I'm like, I'm, I mean, I may have friends on, on Facebook, but I don't inbox anybody that I'm trying to talk to on Facebook. I go through dating apps for all that stuff because a lot of times, you know, women turn to those when they're actually looking to be with somebody one-on-one. -on -one. Granted, there are people that I, I know, I would say like this, there are some people out there now, I, I can't even say it's a lot, but I'm sure there's a few women out there who are looking for something, but they still don't want to give up the sex work life. I know one girl right now who, you know, is hoping that her man is going to propose to her and she ain't never gave up that life. It, he allowed her to continue it for some reason. Um, but that's their business. I'm just saying there are exceptions to all the rules and there's lots of different variations on, you know, relationships and stuff in terms of what we see out here. But um, I guess we kind of got way off topic with the make love, not war thing. But <laughs> it, it's, I, I just think we need to work in a, in a world that has less absolutes and we're not painting broad brushes for each group. You know, guys, if you, if you get a girl and let's say a girl took you out some money or something bad happened, okay, that's just that one girl. Um, that's what that one girl did. But that ain't... Man, see, all these girls be doing this, this, and this. That's not what it is. Like, don't let the shit turn you angry or bitter or nothing like that. Like, don't don't let it t turn you into something that you're not. Um, you know, I've had some bad interactions and some bad, even relationships where I turn around, I'm like, God damn, I just got game. That doesn't, I don't let that take away my life and, and my optimism that I can find love in this community and I can be happy. So, um, you know, fellas, just don't don't let that don't let that taint you, really. Because yeah. I, I can only speak to the fellas right now. I have not gone through the experience of any of the women, so I'm just not even going to tell them. I'm not even going to say nothing in that direction. But um, what was it? Uh, uh, what the fuck was it? Oh, this other thing that we saw in the groups today and maybe yesterday a little bit. Uh, there it's, it's been some battling over DL culture in these Facebook groups, and I've been surprised to see some uh, some women in the group like really cap for it. And um, you know, I, I, I can say 
as time goes on, my opinions about things evolve. While I would never suggest a man BDL, I, I feel like I'm a lot less militant and I'm a lot less black or white about it. Like, I was really hard to like, fuck them DL niggas, this, this, and this. They need to stand up, they need to do this, they need to do that. And while that is all true, I've mellowed on it a little bit because, um, you know, not everybody intends to go, not everybody intends to change and transform and grow. Some guys just intend to stay DL or they intend to just stay trade. And that's, you know, they, they have no aspirations to actually do right by the girls. And, um, and, and, and I'm sorry, not do right by the girls. But, um, they have no aspirations of having that public storybook relationship with a girl that she's, you know, dreaming of since she saw a Disney movie once upon a time. I believe Disney ruined our generation, just saying. But um, I don't know, man. Like, wh like where, where do y'all fall at on this whole, like, you know, DL thing, like fellas being DL. Because it seems like some of the girls are like, there's a purpose. They found purpose with some of these DL niggas. They found use for them. And like, there might be a place for them in this I don't ecosystem that we're in. Mike, I'll, I'll toss it over to Mike first. Because he was shaking his head. He ain't feeling it. <laughs> I mean, I understand for some dudes that, you know, maybe they're just starting to learn about their attraction for trans women and they're afraid of like coming out to their family or say in the business world, because having lived in Georgia before, I know down there, a job can fire you just because they see you as being a certain way. Like e even if they don't like the color of your shoes, they could fire you. Like they have that right. Um, wow. So... Yeah, so I understand why they would be afraid, but at the same time, I've also seen where that can lead to the girls being murdered. And to be honest with you, I'd rather see the girls live than really give two fucks about whether or not you're comfortable about coming out to your friends or your family or, you know, to a job, whatever, you know, because if if you if you feel as though you can't get a career in a right to work state, which is what Georgia is, then move the fuck out. Like you know, I moved back up to New York, so you know it's like don't pigeonhole yourself to having to live, say quote unquote, in the closet or something like that. You know, and then all these girls end up getting to a point where yeah, they might be seeing your DLS, and then your DLS starts harboring, harboring, harboring all these feelings to the point where all of a sudden you explode and that explosion ends up being their life. Mm -hmm. You know, point blank period. You know, that's the way I feel. <laughs> okay, uh, me personally, you know, you know, I knew a few guys as DL, a few guys as DL and you know, I never understood why I be DL because if you move, like me personally, if you live me in truth, Nobody can use your truth against you. So, I mean, that's what basically what I came to terms with, you know. Well, me personally, I never was a DL. So, I don't really know how the maneuver in that lifestyle, but, you know, it's some that, there's some that were, they out now. It was some that, that's still, that's still on, on a low, you know. But, 
I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna just speak on this part right here. It's hard for a person to be out, right? When you against your quote unquote heterosexual community, looking at you off top like you're gay, you're the worst type. Especially if you're black, you're the worst type of black man in situations like that. So now you have a person that's about this life. You know what I mean? Get ridiculed by the women in this lifestyle. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, I'm not speaking up for DL men at all. I'm just looking at it. I'm playing devil's advocate because I'm looking at it because I'm like, all right, if this person was out, how would this person be perceived? How would this person be welcomed? You know, it's hard to be welcomed in a community that actually, you know what I mean, practically damn near hates itself. Let's call it what it is. I don't care how anybody feel about me even saying that, but it's real talk at the end of the day. You know what I mean? It's like you're, it's like you don't want someone to be down for you. You want something to complain about and stuff like that. And you know, me yeah. personally, it's, it's, it's corny and it needs to stop. But yeah. to go back to what the main things we were saying is like, you know, I'm not for the DL thing at all. I'm not with it. You know me. But then again, who am I to say, yo, live your truth, live your truth. I can't force nobody to come out. Nobody can't force anybody to come out. It's up to that person to be feel comfortable and want to come out. You understand know me? So you know that's true. You know what I mean? Me personally, and you know what I mean. Roy was speaking about something in these groups earlier about that. You know, and a girl—I forgot her name. I'm sorry. She said it's a difference between DL and discretion and being discreet. Yeah, that I said one. okay. I say. I say, yeah, it is. That, that, that's the line. At the end, at the end of the day, it is. Because me, how, person, how, huh? I said, how is that? How, how is there a difference? Explain it. Explain oh, it. Again. I'm gonna explain. I'm gonna explain on my behalf. You know, me personally, I don't like a lot of people in my business. Even to this day, I'm open about everything, and even to this day, I don't like a whole lot of people in my business because I don't feel like I have to always explain myself all the time. If I feel like I have to explain myself all the time, then you're not listening or trying to understand. But then again, at the end of the day, it's not meant for everybody to understand. But at the end of the day, me, I'm not, I know everybody's not going to understand, but at the end of the day, I want everybody to respect it. That's all. I don't care about all of that. But being discreet is different. Me, I didn't really like, how you say, I was never on a, I was never on a DL. I was just, I just hung out with a lot of the girls when I was younger and things like that. Because at the end of the day, I wasn't in a relationship with none of them. I was just dating them. You know, and I tell people all the time, there's a difference between dating and, and being in a relationship. You know, I was just dating them. It wasn't nothing really serious. You know, until I got into my relationship. Now that I said, you know what? I'm going to show her that I'm really for her and things like that. Because this is my first relationship being in, in one. So I said, I'm going to show her that I'm really for her. Even though she never asked me to or never wanted me to, but I, I just took it by myself and said, yo, I'm going to do this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm going to show her that I'm not discreet or, or DL, none of that. She already knew that on top, but I'm just, I had to let her know and clear the whole way. You know, that's why, that's what, now I'm mean, getting this relationship. Before I got in the relationship, I, I came out to my family and let them know, like, yo, this is me at the end of the day, you know? And they mm -hmm. accepted it to, to a certain degree. But it is what it is at the end of the day, you know? But that's why I said it's a difference between being discreet and being um 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 DL. Because if you're DL, you're not out at all. 
The only time you were around the girls is in a in a in a in a, in a in an exclusive neighborhood where they're only at. You're mm-hmm. only with them in the dark. You're never out in the light with them. You're not walking around with them. You're not posting on your your, your Facebook page with them or anything like that or, or anything of the above. You know, so. You know, like I said, I had friends before I even came out. I had friends. I used to talk to my mother on the phone because I said I was never on the DL, but I was discreet. I wasn't with them. I wasn't in a relationship with them. So it's nothing to really like talk about until I got in a relationship. That's when I came. That's when I really explaining explaining to everybody what it is. So, yeah, I don't know if anybody got it, but yeah, that's basically I don't want to take up all the time. But yeah. (laughs) That's basically what I'm trying to say. Like, you know, it's 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 a thin line between discreet and, and, and being on the DL. And I don't Very know if anybody good. got it, get or, get or, or understand it. But hey, it is what it is. You know, like they said, it's a thin line between love and hate. I didn't understand that until I got older. I'm like, oh shit, they ain't lying. It's really a thin line between love and hate. So, oh yeah. Thing. So you know, it it, it, it was know. a whole movie about it. Right. And <laughs> yeah. I watched it when I was a kid. As I got older, I said, yo, I, I, I was saying the girl was crazy back then. Now that I'm old, I'm like, yo, she wasn't crazy. <laughs> she, she just, he made her go crazy. Just put it that way. She just got sick and tired. Let's address this comment right here. So it's from Ashley. Uh, she, just for the people that's listening, I got to read this out, y'all. So uh, she says, I believe some men. I believe with some men, it's not about being deal. It's about being private versus open about everything they do. Now, to me, that's a difference. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I think a lot of this comes in the terms of. Uh, I, I think. What is it? So I'm gonna coin a term that my friend Troy, uh, you know, as he likes to be known as Yoda. Uh, uh, came up with. He came up with this term functionally DL. And he characterized men that are functionally DL as the guys that you know will go out on dates with the girls but in a way where nobody he knows will find out. And like he'll try he'll to the girl he's showing hey I'm open but really nobody in his life knows anything. His friends Family, nobody knows that he dates trans women. But on the flip side, over down in the yeah. village, they're going out to get pizza, they're going out to do this, or they're going somewhere else in a different part of the city and, and, and doing their thing in a way where nobody, they, they will never run into anybody. He won't run into anyone from work, from the church, from his family, from high school, whatever. And it's like there, there are men that fit into that space as well. So we got the DL guys. We have the functionally DL guys, and then we have the guys that are discreet, which, you know, I get, I'll say it like this, the discretion becomes a problem when, I, I believe the discretion becomes a problem when the woman makes it clear that she wants to be a part of your life and she wants to go public with your relationship. You're like, no, we're not going public with this and nobody's ever going to know, like, we're not going to do that. I think that's when we move into troublesome territory with the discreet uh, uh, conversation. But I, well, that's, I, actually, that, that's yeah. actually moving from discreet to straight up DL. There you go. Yeah. That's the thin line. There you go. That's the thin line. 
stepped over. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think about the notion that um, that has been put forth by some of the ladies that you know there there is a place for DL men in this whole ecosystem in terms of DL men are here and they serve their purpose and like is, is it something that is actually safe or is this something that we think is safe but it's going to burn us or burn them I don't I, I, I might become the bad guy on this one right now uh -oh. but um to play devil's advocate or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like uh, basically if a woman is saying like, you know, that there's a place in the community for the DL guy, let's face it, most of the time that place within the community is gonna be when that DL guy is hitting them up just to pretty much pay them for sex. You know, basically the sex work is where it comes in because most of the, guys that are going to be going to that hotel room to do their thing. Let's say about 85 to 90% of them are going to be DL guys. Well, yeah, they pay for the, the, the discretion. Exactly. They pay for the discretion. Yep. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, I, I think what's the, the, the girl who put forth this idea that there is a, a place for trade in the community um, you know, there are just guys out there that we all know there's brothers out there that just, you know, it's around for the for the fuck. And, you know, look, these girls got to get laid, too. And everybody can't be in relationships. So it's like, yo, this is a nigga I'm going to just fuck. And I don't care if he's public about being in the trans room or not. I'm just trying to get my sex session in and give him the fuck out of my house. So, you know, on that side, I, I know they call it trade, but is trade typically DL? I don't know. I don't know anything about that. Okay. That 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 falls into the line of trade. That's not necessarily DL. Like DL is a guy that comes to their door to pay them for sex and it's like looking around, making sure nobody's seeing them, blah blah stuff like that. Like 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 the little guy that doesn't want to be caught up in the you know, up in the world of trans women. But yeah. it's like trade is more so like considered like community dick. Like, you know, like this girl has been with that guy and like now it's like, you know, okay, you know, that's all he's good for is just dick. I heard that, yeah. Um, I heard I heard also too is like he's a guy that um I heard on um, this term too for trade, he's a guy that looks masculine and looks like he's oh, insane, yeah, the hyper masculine. Hyper masculine, yeah. but he's at the end of the day, he does do his thing. Like in between he does this thing on all aspects, which, hey, I mean, that's why I said when it comes to this, this lingo in this community, I'll be like, uh, I don't be understanding nothing with the terms or anything. I just like, uh, I'm like, well, the only thing I understand is DL. I'm not DL. That's the only thing I understand. Everything else, I just go, uh, because it's something new every day, you know? That's true. So, that was the language. Basically, um, the, um, basically, the, um, piggyback off of, um, what's that again? Um, the, um, the thing that you said, DL, guys having a... Um, functionally um, DL? Huh? You said functionally DL, or... Them that... too. I'm just talking about um the, like girls that say DL guys have a, a place in this community, too. Now, I mean, I never heard that, but I... But, you know, hey, but I'm going to say that. I'm going to say this, because a lot of guys, they used to complain about it. 
really not a lot of guys. It's a lot. It's one guy in particular that's complaining about it all the time. And I knew his reasons, but hey, whatever. But a lot of the girls, and when I when I come to realize a lot of girls, they see a guy that they're attracted to. It's about their attraction to the guy. Regardless if he's EO, regardless of what. They are attracted to this guy. This guy is their type and everything. He's a type of guy all the way around. But at the end of the day, he's not fully on with this community. He's not fully out with his attraction for her. So yeah, I like. I'm not gonna say here understanding because I don't because I can't be with someone that doesn't at the end of the day really want to be with me. And it's and it seems like they're doing them a favor by being with them. And I'm like, why would you want to be with somebody like that? But at the end of the day, who am I to say anything or judge? Whoever you're attracted to, that's what you're attracted to, regardless. You know, you got girls that's attracted to um um um. You got black women that's attracted to white guys. That's what they're attracted to. You got you got you got um black guys that's attracted to Hispanic women. That's what they're attracted to. It's just yeah. you know I mean it's just what your attraction is to, I guess. So more than more and more so that you know the, the DL supposedly DL guy be most of the times the girls that who I mean you know ones that the girls are mostly attracted to. I mean that's basically what it is with me. I mean. I'm well, not hate or nothing like that. That's your business, hey. But you know, that's what it is. I, I'm gonna just share the so you know when I say these things, everybody, I am not saying this as a bitter guy who wasn't picked or anything like that. I but I am speaking largely for some of the guys that I know. So I'm sharing a sentiment right now, and there is a sentiment out there with some guys that say, hey. You all complained about DL men and how much they hurt you. And so now why do you turn around and accept them, even though all the guys that you complain about that hurt you are these dudes, but you still let them in. So now, you know, what what our friend Roy ran into this earlier today, he was, you know, blasting DL guys right and left. And then he's just like, but then some of the girls was like, not. Nah, 100% with him on it. And he's just like, all right. And I, I shared the sentiment to him. I was like, yeah, well, look, man, that's, I, I say it like this. At some point, either it's a problem or you fucking with it, in my mind, because I can't hear all the jibber jabber about I'm hurt and these, these, are, these men do all this and this to us, but then there's still an accepted form of currency. Like, uh, you know, it, 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 it's, it's kind of like, and I'm, I'm going to make enemies here. Um, it's kind of like listening to a heroin addict complain about, like, the drug, and it's like, but you're still doing it. It's like, you're doing this thing that's bad for you right now. And you, but you want you want me to sit here and listen to how bad it is for you. Could, now, I could listen, but eventually I'm going to get tired of listening. And I'm going to get tired of the, oh, it's so bad. This thing, is, it does so much to me but you're going to continue to do it. Now, I get heroin is different because that's a very strong addiction, and this is something else, but I was just really trying to make the analogy of something that's harmful to you, but you continue to cap for it or allow it, but, um, you know, and I'm not, I don't, okay, so after saying that, I also understand these are, this is a limited dating pool, and people sometimes have to settle. But I do recognize that side of it as well, you know. Not all the guys out here 
there are there are way more DL trade motherfuckers than there are guys like this who are in this to look for you know partnership, lifelong partnership, family, all the good things in life that comes with relationships. But you know, there, there's not that many of us, so it's just you know. I get that side of it as well. That some, I mean, you got to get your love some way, somehow, you know, or get something that feels like love to you, or get some sort of validation. I don't know what the feeling is exactly, but on some level, you got to get that, and you're just kind of stuck with the shit. So I get that as well. There's just so many different sides of all the shit, but you know, this DL conversation, we talked about it in the second episode of this podcast, and we're back at the DL conversation again now because. I feel like it's going to be a recurring theme in terms of the dissatisfaction with guys like us or guys who do the mental work and get themselves ready and and get themselves to a place where they're ready to date women openly and be a positive force in a lot of women's lives. And then they're looking at these things that didn't do any work and they still get the girls. And, you know, I I think there's I think there's going to be dissatisfaction on that level from multiple guys. and okay, all right, uh, Amelia, Amalia, Amelia, <laughs> I'll cut grass with the toenail clipper before I entertain the deal, man. I fuck with that, man. I appreciate that resolve. I do. I appreciate the fuck out of that resolve. Uh, but you know, guys listening to this again, please understand that if you deal with somebody in the community, they are not representative of the whole, huh? What'd you say, Trail? I think he's on delay. I don't know. I said um, as she should. Yeah, yeah, right, right. As she should. Right. Yeah, and and I mean to oh. this and this this is the shit right here. This is that shit. And I've alluded to this in the earlier episodes. But actually, um asked in where do we find men like yourselves? But honestly, I don't ever meet guys like y'all willing to date, etc. Most men are afraid to commit with girls like us, honestly. Um, and, New York City. <laughs> uh-huh. It's like New York City. <laughs> uh, yeah, right, man. Uh, don't make me have to try to come after one of y'all for trying to take all the girls into New York again. Yo, dog, dog you, you, you already know you got a pass, bro. <laughs> New York shit. I, again, this is a situation where there are just people that aren't visible. But then you know what? I think I don't know. I'm just saying I've known guys that have tried to earnestly hit up a woman, start conversation that was not sexual. You can see he was coming correct. And you know, it, like I would just say, ladies, if you get a guy like that that seems like a nice dude, see where that conversation go. Don't Chase or kick him out. Like, give him, I, I'd give him a chance. But, um, hey, look, it's really hard. Ashley, if I could, I would make an app just for people like people like us, people like you, and, you know, keep everybody else out that is about the bullshit. But you know what? There's a lot of fuck niggas out there that's claiming this shit too. You know, it's a lot, a lot of fuck niggas. It's like, yeah, I'm trying to have rest of this, this, and this, and I'm one of the good guys, and I'll be this, this, and this. And then they're like, yeah, but I'm not really in a relationship. Or they'll lead you on or do some fuck shit. 
And I mean, it, it happens too. Like nobody, there is no monolith of perfect guys in in a way that it's easy to find us. Um, yeah. Which yeah, but also you got to take into consideration too. It's like, you know, yeah, the trans amorous community might be kind of small right now, but it's also because you know we're we're fairly new too. You know what I mean? Like back in the day, yeah. it was all DL, which is why a lot of us that are stepping out of that shadow and being mm-hmm. open, it's like, yo, like you know, we don't agree with that past of how it used to be. You know, mm-hmm. we're trying to move forward. You know, and if you really look at like the cis community. You even got in the cis community, they got their problems. You know what I mean? Like they, they got their dudes out there that might front and be like, yo, like, you know, I'm looking for a relationship. And then they're wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, and they're fucking gone. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it doesn't matter what community it is. You you really got to, like, put your glasses on and look and see, like, okay, yeah, this dude is doing the right things right now. Mm-hmm. But then when he fucks up, I'll call him out. You know what I mean? Like like that kind of situation. So it's just like any community. You know, you got to kind of go for the guy that's showing you the right thing. And fellas listening to this, that, that is an important point he made right there. There are a lot of dating problems in this. There are a lot of dating problems that transcend the trans community. It just happens, period. Like there are just dating, like there, you know, you, you will get it. You will, just like in the cis world, there will be girls that are ratchet that ain't got nothing that's trying to take what you got. And that's trying to target you and use you. And there will be people that aren't faithful and there will be people that lie. But there will be people that are honest and earnest and have your best interests in mind. And people that are trying to build something with you. Like there are good girls and bad girls out there, just like there are good guys and bad guys out there, um, you know, in general. So it's just. I really would love for us to get away from, you know, the absolutes and just move to a place where we know that there are good people out there, even if you have a problem, even if you'll never meet them. I don't know how to bring everybody together. I mean, the, honestly, I just wish all the people that met. I, I, I found more people that was about, you know, hanging out and going on dates and just trying to, you know, find somebody on dating app. Dating apps have been really good to me. The, the, the Tammy, Tammy app has been great. Uh, there's a lot of women on there that are serious about finding a man, and there's a lot of men on there that are serious about finding a woman. And obviously, you got some idiots in there that jump on these dating apps that aren't serious. But you know, uh, hold on, I gotta put this comment up here before we go ahead, Mike, because this, right. this is for you. This is for you. It's from Amelia again. I lived, I lived there for five years, New York City. Couldn't find a guy that wanted to be serious. That's because she was going <laughs> And she was just like, and Ashley, Amelia, I live in New York currently, born and raised here. You're so right. My problem isn't picking them up. It's meeting a genuine nice dude. Wow. In New York? They're probably looking in the wrong places. They're probably in the Bronx or something. <laughs> oh, Lord, no. <laughs> Yo, but, but not. What we're not going to do is talk about the Bronx on this <laughs> right now. We are not making that connection. We are not hopping on the petty train today, guys. Yeah, but 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 no, I was just going to make one point before. It's like, you know, when, when you were talking about, like, unity, right? Yeah. I mean, to kind of get away from those DL dudes and the ones that are being problematic, how about 
the serious transamorous men and the serious trans women like just build some unity like you know unite as an entire community as opposed to just you know fighting back and forth because you don't know how to take one person or the other mm -hmm. you know i mean some great some real unity i mean look there's again no matter what efforts there are out there, you know, there just will be the, the elements you don't want are going to see through. That's I just, I, I, I'm not even going to lie, and I'm going to put this out on public. I toyed with a friend, or I was going with an idea with a friend about a, a dating app. And I'm like, how do we make a dating app where we can screen people out and only serious folks are in there? But then it would just look like, honestly, it would look like we were trying to keep all the sex workers out. And, you know, we can't directly do that because, you know, these girls deserve love, too. And I'm sure that could be their, you know, exit to a better life. I don't know. Or just be the, 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 the impetus to get them to grow past that or move past it. I don't know. But yeah, but see, but, we'll never yeah, but see I, I wasn't talking about just dating. I was talking about just like in general to kind of build a better community. You know what I mean? Like, you know, uh, like I am a part know. of one group like that. I am a part of one Facebook group like that. And um, you know what's funny? The group was just like no nudes, no thirst trap pictures, no this, no that. And like all the things that a lot of you see from a lot of girls in these groups, and then none of the girls are posting. And they're just like, dang, because he said, no this, no that, no this. Y'all ain't got nothing else to contribute. It's crazy. It's crazy. I'm going to bring, as soon as I find this motherfucking post, I'm going to bring that shit up, and I'm going I'm to tell you what it said, because it is, hold on, I think this is it. Yeah, all right. And this is just anonymous group. I'm not going to say what group it is. But you know, it, the 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 admin was just like, I've been wondering why there's very few members posting in the group. Finally, it came to my attention: if ladies in here aren't posting pics of themselves half naked or talking about the men, they're not they're not interested in posting in this group. And they just said, why is that? Now the women are having that conversation, but really, that makes up a large portion of the posts you see in these groups. Are we gonna talk about the men, or am I gonna post some, some half naked, you know, thirst trap pictures so I can get likes? I mean, that that that's what Instagram is for, right? <laughs> Fuck yes. Fuck yes. <laughs> I will be there to double tap on exactly. all the photos. Goddamn, all the photos. Especially Dre and Logan. <laughs> ah, shout out to Dre and Logan, my man. <laughs> That Drea, you know what? And this is funny. I'm, I'm gonna let everybody in on what happens in our group sometimes. Once in a long while, once in a long while, somebody will come up in conversation, and like everybody be like, "Hey, hey, man, stop talking about my girl." <laughs> <laughs> so we got this thing for like, what, what is it? Haley, Haley, uh, uh. Helly Sahar. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sahar comes up, a story where Helly Sahar comes up in a group, and it's an entire fucking meme war fight over, like, no, man, that's my girl. No, that's my girl. You better stop talking about my future wife like that. And it's like yeah. meme after meme, and it just turned a big post. It was just so funny. 
I love Haley Sahar. I do, I do. I love her, I love her, I love her. But MJ Rodriguez got my heart though. So Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. We, yeah. That is one thing I know about Mike. That is his queen to be. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get up that high in, in the octaves or else I would try and sing it, but we ain't gonna do that. <laughs> Yo, she lived close to New York. She right there in Jersey, Mike. You had my Yeah, I, I know she 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 she's from Elizabeth. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. We got another New York comment here. So right, what's up? It was when I first moved to New York that I experienced a man being there to be seen with me at dinner. He asked me to leave out before him and he'd meet me down the street. I left his ass altogether high and dry. He man, was part of Long Island. Better have. Huh? Yeah, he 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 was wow. part from Long Island. That is from shit. The shit. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that man, is whack as fuck. Whack as fuck. Might be from Staten Island also. Actually, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Staten Island, do do that fuck shit, yeah. Do that fuck shit. Um, Ashley said that's why I got off date naps. Got tired of getting winky pics. Oh yeah, dick pics. I'm like winky. What are you talking about? Sorry, dick pics. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But my answer to that is right, no, to the dick problem. I'm <laughs> mad. My answer to the dick pic. I'm sorry, to the dick pic problem is the same. It never changes. Niggas is doing that shit because they work on somebody. They work on something. He, he sent a dick pic to 20 girls and one of them was like, ooh, that look good, daddy. What's going on? This shit worked. I'll be honest, I've never sent a dick pic before. I've never sent an unsolicited dick pic before, but... Uh, you know, unsolicited. Sometimes get a little high heaven. Sometimes it happens. What are you gonna do? Right. I got asked for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta read the room, fellas. Read the room. No yeah. unsolicited dick pics, please. Yeah, I won't even send a solicited because I'm just like, yo, if you really want to see it that bad, just come over. <laughs> see, I showed him. <laughs> that's the luxury of New York. That's the New York spoiledness talking there, sir. Facts, just hey, hop on the F train. <laughs> 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 you on the F? Huh? I got the F near me. I got the six near me. I got the four near me and the five. <laughs> wow, you good. Oh, I the train. Right. I got the A and C near me. Oh, no, that I, I used to take the A out to East New York when I used to do something else new. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> everybody, they're talking about trains right now in New York. Um, I only know this because I went there a couple times. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yo, we're not talking about running trains. Get 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 it straight. It's yeah. not it's not yeah, yeah, subway. Not New York subway trains. Yeah. <laughs> but um look, I appreciate you fellas for joining me today. You know. Um I just hope some of the guys listening to this, you know, kinda got a peek into how things are out here. And and and, and also maybe, you know, some of the guys somebody got a peek at what's happening out here, you know. I, I don't know, maybe just learn a little bit something, but you know, at the end of the day, fellas and ladies, let's all lay off each other. We're very, we're very, no, I am not from New York. I am from Wisconsin and I live in Texas right now. But you I'm, got a New York patch. I, I got my Metro card right here though. 
Oh, nah, no, you don't. Let me see that shit. Oh, yeah, I got the message right here. <laughs> right here. I'm ready for it. If New York come and call it, I'll be there next week. But uh, yeah, see, that's your car. <laughs> see, I got mine. My my mine's in the wallet in the other room. <laughs> I still got my breeze card from Atlanta too. So uh, on the Martin train, but uh. Hey, uh, everybody, you know, we, 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 we just got to take it easy on each other, y'all. Really, we, we, I think a lot of times we're just very, we're very um, hard on each other. So men, women, we really just need to have a little bit more understanding, a lot more grace with each other. And understand that I think the disconnect is, as well is that men are not counted as a part of this community. And we absolutely are. And I, I think we need... I'm not saying we're the whole community and we have all the voices. I'm just saying for this community to be whole in the way that it needs to be, there needs to be inclusion and we need, we all need to come together. For people to be less sad and less depressed and, and just feel less despair, we need to come together. So, um, you know, I, I really think as the trans in the, the trans community, we got a lot of work to do and bringing folks together and just being one moving forward and lockstep with each other and support of each other. You know, we, we got to get to that point. So please be peaceful. Not let's not make war. We need to come together. That's that's the message for everyone. All right. So with that, uh, brother Mike, tell them where they can find you, man. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Mike Brooklyn. Um, I got a podcast called The Real Talk Podcast. I've had Chris on there a bunch of times. Wayne Fatrell to come on and join me on there one day. <laughs> no. I mean, no doubt. And I'm in Brooklyn, yep. so let me know. All right, no doubt. I mean, I mean, I usually do it over the phone, but it's all good. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, well, but... I take COVID tests every week, so all right. All right. Uh, over cool. the phone, I wouldn't mind doing that. Yeah. All right, no doubt. Yeah. So um, on on my Twitter, you'll find my podcast. And you'll find other podcasts that I post on there as well because I show the love. So I've had I've posted the Men Like Us podcast on there before and a bunch of others. Um, yeah, and like just hit me up on there, add me on Twitter at Mike Brooklyn, and it's all good. What's up, brother Trail? Where can they find you, man? Um, you can find me on Facebook, Ken Clee Trail, Instagram, Ken Clee Trail, Twitter, Ken Clee Trail. Everything is Ken Clee Trail. Right here, now. right here. Um, Hit me up. Don't be shy. You want to be acquainted or, or, or ask questions? I, I'm an open book. Holler at me. All right? Tell us. Reach out to us. I'm a little leery about the guys, but guys too. Y'all can holler at me. Reach out, fellas. Reach out. But for, for the few of you that have lasted this long and everybody listening on podcasts that's lasted this long, uh, got to tell you about the next stream we got coming up. We are finally, finally going to tackle the whole narrative of trans amory equals fetishizing. We are gonna have that conversation. We are going to share our ideas about it and we, we just gonna get into it. So, you know, a lot of people out there think men who date women in the trans community specifically are fetishizers. And we say that's bullshit. So. Um, we're gonna get into it, and you know, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have some new voices on there, and who have never been on this podcast before. And we're gonna share, and we're gonna make it happen. So, uh, please join us for that next stream. It's coming up on Saturday. 
and we, we are definitely going to get it in. So, um, but until next time, I will holler at all y'all later. Be peaceful. Enjoy yourselves. Be happy out there. Yeah.